Hello, my name is Kevin Lejard. Welcome to the first podcast from the stables here in Milton Keynes on what is a very special night for this great venue. Tonight, the stables is launching Stage 2, a brand new, intimate performance space that will provide a platform for emerging musical and comedic talents. Stage 2 is part of a wider set of developments called The Next Stage that will see the stables expand both in terms of the ongoing education work and also as a music venue. A big part of tonight's proceedings is performances by a group of young singer-songwriters who've just completed the Leverhulme Artist Programme here at the Stables. This year's Leverhulme graduates are a talented bunch and will be playing exclusive tracks from recordings that they made here at the venue and also hearing some live performances from tonight. Also, I'll be finding out why internationally renowned songwriters Boo Hewardine and David Knopfler are here tonight, but first, Let's hear from the venerable Phil Jupiter as he launches Stage 2 here at the Stables. So, uh, so welcome to the Stables uh, and, and welcome especially to this exciting new space, Stage 2, Can I Get an Ooh? Oh, that was really quite pathetic and uh, I'm an angry man. Uh, I, I don't want to get punchy. Can I get an Ooh? A little better, and the loudest was from Dankworth. But let's face it, he emotionally has a lot invested in this place, really. So uh, so thank you very much for coming in here tonight. Uh, uh, and uh, I am indeed Phil Jupiter. Uh, before any of you uh, uh, ask, uh, 21 stone. Let's crack on. Um, I've been given a clipboard... Phil Jupiter there, officially opening the new Stage 2 and getting the audience in the mood for the night's performances. As I said, all the Leverhulme graduates recorded a CD as part of the course and throughout the podcast we'll be featuring a track from each of the five artists. First up is Sarah Spade. Sarah hails from Northamptonshire and cut her musical teeth on London's acoustic circuit before moving to America, where she toured from New York to Texas. Now she's back in the UK and we'll be hearing a bit more from Sarah later. But first, let's hear her song, To Get To Your Soul. Don't say anything unless 
Sarah Spade there with her song To Get To Your Soul. We'll have more from the featured Leverhulme graduates later, but now I'm joined by Monica Ferguson, Chief Executive here at The Stables. Hello, Monica. Um, you're going through a process of development at the moment with um, Stage 2. Can you tell me about the project, what it involves? Sure. Well, it's really uh, the, the second phase of our capital development. The first phase having been with the opening of the Jim Marshall Auditorium in October 2000. And we had great aspirations at that time to have a second, smaller, intimate space for um, emerging artists and, and also to put a restaurant facility in. But classic uh, lottery-funded project, we ran out of funding at the time and certain elements of the project were, were, were cut. And uh, it's taken us really seven years to re-scope the project and raise the funds in order to get to where we are today, which is the launch of Stage 2. And uh, we've basically had uh, help from Arts Council England with a second capital lottery award. Um, and they, that's enabled us to kickstart a new fundraising appeal, which has enabled us to get a small performance space and a cafe bar up and running. So we know that fundraising is obviously a full-time job in itself and it's a very important part of the process. But what would you say is the, the ultimate goal, the, the aims and the objectives that are really driving you forward here? Well, the, the education part of the stables is hugely important. We do around uh, 270 concerts a year, and, uh, but we do about 250 education projects a year. A, a range of projects, working with young people under fives right through to... Uh, people in their 90s really uh, so um, we, we like to involve people at all stages of their musical education be it participation learning instruments or an appreciation of music and stage two is very much about creating a platform for helping young emerging artists to develop so it's about um, professional development enabling them to get a platform that's not the local pub so it's one maybe a slightly more uh, concert based uh, platform but still informal and a space where they can develop audiences as well and build up a, a, a local following with a view to hopefully them going on to to perform in the in the main auditorium at some point in their careers 
That's interesting. You say it's informal, yet at the same time I get the distinct impression that the onus is on professionalism and developing a really, really disciplined approach to making your way forward in the music industry. Yeah, I mean, I, when I say it's one step up from the pub scenario, I, I think the, the great thing about the stables, and all our artists say this, is that the audiences really love music and they come here to listen to music rather than to chat with music being in the background. And I think, although it's, it's informal, it's very much going to be a space where you can listen to great music, but you don't have to be be suited to get here, and you know it's going to have a reasonably low ticket price. So access is really important, and and also we want audiences to be able to experiment with new artists and with new genres as well. So it's it's a, it's a space, for example, for example, we might do a lot more world music in there that that, that maybe struggle to to sell 400 seats in the main auditorium. But it's, it's an opportunity for people to dip into new types of music genres that they might not have experienced before. So tonight is essentially about the Leverhulme project. Monica, can you tell us a little bit about that? The project began about 18 months ago and we selected uh, from tape edition uh, a number of people to come for auditions. So it was a bit like the X Factor but not so scary. We sat in the auditorium and listened to these people uh, perform and we selected five young artists that we felt had potential. Uh, in fact there were lots of applicants who were actually probably ready to go in terms of the music industry. All they needed was a recording contract and that wasn't something that we could offer them. So we selected people who were definitely on the way up but needed a bit more help and we brought people like uh, Boo Huardine, uh, Cara Dillon, David Knopfler in to chat with them over a number of weekends and hone some of their skills. And uh, it's been a fantastic experience for them as, as young artists to really um, quiz these established artists about not just about the music itself, but about the industry and how it all works. And uh, we found that actually the tutors themselves have started to have, um, dare I say, relationships with, with, the, with, the, with the artists. And they've, you know, they've kept in touch via website. And it's been a really you know, positive experience. And they've been able to do a, a, a demo CD in a recording studio. And tonight they'll be launching their, their CDs on the world, effectively. So people will be able to, to purchase their, their EPs in our shop. Thanks, Monica. Now let's hear from the second of the Leverhulme artists featured at tonight's launch. Lucy Pullin has performed and written with a number of very established acts, such as One Giant Leap, Craig Armstrong, and featured on Robbie Williams' remix of his smash hit, Feel. But we're about to hear her song, Little You.
Lucy Pullin there with her song Little You, featuring James Barnett on guitar and Amartya Guga on keyboards and flute. Now all of the featured Leverhulme graduates have been guided through the programme by a number of very established and celebrated songwriters, one of whom joins me now. He's Boo Hewitting. Boo, um, can you tell me, just from a personal point of view, what it's been like to actually oversee the development of these artists? Um, well, it's been it's great fun. It was about five years ago someone first asked me to do a, uh, something like a workshop and I found it very rewarding and uh, I came, I did two, uh, two lessons I suppose. You can't really teach people to write songs but I've learned a lot of stuff over the years, mainly through my own mistakes and I sort of just spoke to people a couple of times. So I was, I was the very first person they had. So I actually haven't heard the, the, um, the finished thing so I'll be hearing that tonight. But um, I, I really love doing that that sort of thing and I've, I've made friends with a couple of the people and Lucy uh, we wrote a song last week and we're going to sing that tonight so it's, it's nice. Is that Lucy Pullin? One yeah of them. you get sort of nice things happening when you write songs with people. So, yeah. I know you just said you, you can't teach somebody how to write a great song yeah. I mean just working out what constitutes a great song is difficult in itself but in practical terms can you give us an idea of what you'd actually do with them in the workshops? Well uh, one of the things I've noticed is that there are a few things I've noticed. When people first write songs, they do things like they start with the first line. And I try and tell them that they don't have to do that. And I show them how powerful structure can be, you know, how many verses and choruses you have. Because often when people first write, they sort of ramble all over the place. And uh, I try and make them think of a song as a bit of a shape where you fill things in. But, you, you know, that, and I set them exercises. Often, I found it 
the, probably the simplest form is three verses. You get them to do that, it sort of really makes people think about what they're trying to do with each line. So sometimes when you first write a song, it's just like this huge open canvas, and it's quite good to give yourself shapes to work with. Okay, so how do you actually go about um, giving the participants an insight into the the difficult nature of the, the music industry and, and what to avoid without completely um, sending them packing and turning them off? Well, I, I've found over the years that you get one bit of good news and one bit of bad news every day doing this, and as long as you sort of can, you don't find the knocks too bad. I mean, I was in bands when I was younger and the other guys in the band, they just couldn't take it actually. They wanted the security of jobs and stuff like that, and you do have to let people know it's very, uh, it can be very stressful sometimes, but it's worth it for the good bits, you know. But the real advantage here is the fact that you've got a stage, you've got a venue where people can perform, which is maybe the ultimate good thing in well, what you do. The two best bits doing what I do, I find, is writing the song and then performing it at the other end. So all the stuff in the middle is just to facilitate those two things. And this is a lovely venue. I've played here several times with uh, I played my, actually by myself here and also with Eddie Reader and, and various other people and it's one of my favourite places to play and it's nice to be able to play in that new room but that, this is why you do it really. A big thank you to Boo Hewardine, one of the tutors on this year's Leverhulme Artist Programme. And now for another example of this year's excellent graduates. Matt Rivers is not just an accomplished musician and songwriter but also a trained actor, a man of many talents. From his EP, Some Elsewhere, Here's a song called Rainbows and Butterflies. Understand where I'm from 
Matt Rivers there with his song Rainbows and Butterflies. Now tonight at the stables we are launching the Stage 2 venue, so the night's been full of excellent live performances. I met up with two of the Leverhulme artists, Sarah Spade and Kate Ferris, but first let's dip into Sarah's live performance. So things have been getting hot inside the venue. We've heard some great music and now we've moved outside for a little breath of fresh air. In fact, the last piece that we heard was uh, Ego Balloon by Sarah Spade and she is one of the graduates of the Leverhulme Artist Development Programme. And here she is, just come off stage and I can tell that you're buzzing. Uh, so what's it actually been like to go through this whole process of the Leverhulme Development Programme? It's been very enlightening and progressive. Um, I've learned a lot of stuff about 
my performance, um, how to present myself, that sort of thing, self-promotion, songwriting, arrangement. Um, we've had an EP made for us, which has all been funded by the stables, um, which is great. Um, I got to do some string arrangements, which I've not done before. So I arranged some strings for a few songs, we recorded those. Uh, I've met some fantastic people, people in the industry and um, the people on the project with me. The other songwriters have all been great to work with. We did a bit of songwriting together. Do you think it's made you more professional? The thing is, I think, um, uh, uh, when, you, when you're doing something that's artistic, um, you perhaps don't appreciate until a bit later on in your career or whatever, um, how, or I didn't, hang on, I'm talking about my own journey here, aren't I? Let's stop putting this in the third person. Um, I didn't realise how much somebody else looking at what I did would um, enlighten me and, and how important it is. It's actually, well, you're so involved in it yourself that you don't necessarily see the little habits, the little tricks and traps that you, you're getting into that, that aren't necessarily positive, or don't help you. Um, and it's, it's, it was having some people there on the outside to kind of generally guide us, give us some constructive criticism. I love constructive criticism. People being objective. Yeah, and yeah it's really good. So I'm joined by another graduate, Kate Ferris. Uh, you actually come from Brighton, yes. which is uh, the, a town which is renowned for music, but here you are in Wavenden, of all <laughs> places. <laughs> so tell us about that journey. Um, well, it's about two and a half miles up the M1. <laughs> um, it's, it's been it's been great though coming up here um, over the over the past sort of year and a half. Um, at the beginning of it, especially, we were coming up quite regularly every two weeks or so um, to come up and do uh, various workshops with uh, Boohoo Adeen and David Knopfler and uh, loads of amazing amazing people. Okay, so what do you think is the the, the most important thing that you've learned from the course from the, the whole program? Um, I think to, to up your, your level of professionalism, definitely. Everybody's very, very hot on that here. Um, when I first started, I just started out on my own with Adam backing me. Um, and the, the, the metamorphosis from, from that, what it was, into what it is now is completely different. It's, we're a completely different um, entity now than what it was and it, I think a lot of that is to do with with the Leverholm and, and all of the support that we get here um, and the EP and doing that was great because we got to bring up um, some friends of ours from from Brighton and from London and sort of just play around you know especially in the big hall I mean I, down in Brighton it's it's quite an eclectic um, group of musicians anyway um, and, and within that, you can kind of really, really experiment with lots of different people, lots of different kinds of music. And this is just that this is an extension of that, a really great extension with a support network behind you as well. So, yeah. I was hitting and talking this out, and heroes trying to get us around. Well, fast enough. We're at the top of the roller coaster, but this time it's higher than we. Don't worry, she'll kiss it better. Blood dry to wash the bugs on the streets and then we forget about them. Don't worry, she'll kiss it better. We just bide our time and try to stop this friend. We're just too slow.
Kate Ferris there with her performance of Heroes. And from an emerging talent to a very established talent indeed. I'm now joined by the founder of the stables, Sir John Dankworth. John, can I get your impression of the stage two performance space? The great thing about the new space is that it's very similar in size, but it's actually smaller than the original stables was. But it reminds us very much of those days when, when young people came and entertained and, and, we could, uh, and they could use us as a sort of training ground sometimes which is very similar to what the young performers tonight have been doing and uh, I hope will continue to do. And you never know, tonight may produce uh, another megastar somewhere or other. And with megastars in mind, let's hear the next of the Leverhulme artists featured at tonight's launch. Martina is a piano-playing singer and songwriter who began performing in 2003. Taken from her Stable Sessions CD, this is She Said.
Martina with her song, She Said. Well, that's about all from tonight's Stage 2 launch and from our first podcast. To find out more about the artists and what's happening here at the Stables, go to our website, www.stables.org. I'll sign off with the last of our Leverhulme artists, Kate Ferris, who we spoke to earlier. This is her song, A Simple Life. Enjoy. Philosophical trade and she's peeping round the corner. Nothing's gonna stop.